Welcome to this three-part series. You're listening to an off-season Is That So Special? Engage with myself and Felicia Miller-Johnson, all-intuitive life coach and webcaster, during this three-week mini-series. There will be real talk conversations, y'all, that will encourage you to go with the flow, create your own luck, and start fresh. Agape, and stay lit. Session three. What I'm calling Friday Night Enlightenment. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. This is our this is our trilogy. You know, our final episode of the trilogy. You know, and so today, starting fresh. Yeah, starting fresh. You know, yes. so I'm gonna sit back. You know, I'm gonna sit back. You know, my sister, she gets she <laughs> got the interview. This is her house. You know, I like to sit back sometimes. You know. Okay, so for those which is connected here to the Crisola mm. crystal, and so when we're talking about the fresh start. So it's no accident that it was today because today is also a full moon here. I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas, and it's the worm moon, but we'll f- more to come to that. All right. So fresh start. It says it's time to start fresh. Close the door behind you so you can move forward and open a new one. Every day is a blank canvas, an opportunity to boldly go after the things in life you want and leave behind anything you don't. You don't need to settle for the status quo or accept what already is. You have the power to change your life and do things differently every day. It's time to live by an out with the old, in with the new, and beautiful mentality. Mm. Yes. That is nice. Let me hit it. Let me hit it with one of the, oh, I mean, it's not even prepared. See, I got to have this stuff prepared. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to get it next time. Look, we learned a week one. We just going with the flow. We going with the flow. We going with the flow. I'm going to find that one because that. <laughs> What you just said was too, uh. Well, you know, that stood out because my mom asked me about that. <laughs> Wait, what? My mom, because she watched, she did. Remember last week, my mom was watching the uh, the show. And she asked me, she was like, what was the whole sound effects in the, the... <laughs> I said, well, see, he has this little machine. I was like, I don't have one of those. <laughs> so he was like, that was so cool. So she was impressed by the sound effects. Yeah, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Thank you, mom. I'm glad somebody (laughs) is seeing all this extra effort that I'm putting into this because I'm I am an entire psychotherapist. My most of my hours goes towards traumatology, one on one therapy sessions, mental health. So Mm. for me to take the extra time and get these little fancy gadgets and then read the manuals to learn how to actually work these things. Oh, my goodness. That. Thank you. Thank you, mom. I'm saying like, seriously, I'm going to have to send you a T-shirt when we get t- T-shirts. Don't worry about it. Straight to you. Got you. Because she was like, oh, that was so cool. Because at first I had to really figure out what she was talking about. I was like, she's like the little. Then when she did her hand, it was kind of like the little. I was like, oh, you talking about his sound effects. Hey, yeah. One more time for moms. Shout out to mom. She noticed the little things. That's what moms were for, right? Shout out. <laughs> they notice the little things. Okay. Yeah. So right. we talk about this whole starting fresh, right? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of even connected when we talked about the other weeks. Like, you know, do you create your luck? And it's like, okay, so now here we are. How do we in our life like start fresh? Like, what's calling you 
to start fresh in your life. Hmm. So, are you asking me what areas in yes, my life? Yes, I'm asking you. Okay, yes, what areas in life are okay. are calling for a fresh start? So, I'm not going to say fresh start because I don't believe in in fresh starts because every moment is is fresh. Okay. I believe in fresh choices. Mm. And so, for me, the fresh choice that I need to make that that is important for me to make that would be healthiest for me to make at this time wisest. That's the word I'm looking for. The fresh start that's wisest for me is to continue to lean into my discomfort and to choose choose me, to continue to choose me, to continue to accept me and allow me to express myself, you know, uh, the, mm. uh, to the best of my abilities, you know, without hindering myself. So, you know, me, myself and I, we had a meeting, you know, and we all agreed that nobody's going to stand in anybody's way. We're going to make this happen. So fresh start. You know, when we talk about a fresh start, we talk about new choices. And if we're going to make new choices, a fresh start, and you're trying to, you're trying to create a new pathway, mm-hmm. then that means that you got to do something different than what you did before, which requires you to go into the unknown or the uncertain. Okay. But it's only well, in that space of uncertain that really growth hap- happens, that new creation begins. We can't, we can't create out of the same old algorithm and what we know back when. You know, we have to take that and then understand and then understand the knowledge and truth that we gained from back then, because it never would be a now if there were not a then and then charter a new course. And that requires us to make new choices going into our uncertainty, leaning into our discomfort, going into that uncertain space, because it's in there that we discover something that we never discovered before. We can't do that stuck in the familiar past. We must choose differently. Okay. So you said in a discomfort. So I'm going there with you, Harry. Where where do you experience discomfort? So the discomfort is really in change. You mm-hmm. know, like honestly, it's just it's just change. This I was joking, you know, about the system and everything, and and thank your mom for acknowledging. But like seriously, thank your mom because mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable to know that I got clinical notes I have to do. I don't know when a client's gonna call me up and 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 they may be suicidal because when you deal with traumatology, of course, suicidal ideation is 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 exponentially higher. The risk is exponentially higher. So with all of these things going on, and then I have family wondering where I'm at, and then I have wife, you know, who's also wondering where the hell I'm at, even though we live in the same house. With all of these competing things going on, you know, I have to decide, I have to prioritize which represents my truth the most. Okay. So Harry, I didn't know you were married. You didn't see these rings I'm flashing over here? The rings don't you well, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, you got me on that one. I'm like <laughs> You got me on that. You got me on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I met my wife in Africa, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. How long have I been married? We've been married since 2016. We've been married six years going on. Get it right now. Get it right. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I got a tattoo <laughs> on me. No, I'm going to make sure. Yeah. That's commitment. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's commitment. Yeah. And that's making sure I never forget that damn date, you know? <laughs> exactly. That's that's I'm like, you better get it right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we, we've been together at least six years. But, yeah, it's, 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 she's, she's definitely, she helps to ground me. You know, I always call myself a space cadet, you know, in this mm-hmm. life, I believe that she is my soulmate of love to help me remain grounded as well, mm-hmm. you know, and I know we're getting off topic a little bit, but I, I believe that it's all different. connected. It is all connected. You know, I believe that there's different types of soulmates 
And a soulmate is is a person who is sent into your life to change your life forever, to help you transform, to help you go in a certain direction. And our parents, those are soulmates, you know, our siblings, if we have siblings, those are soulmates, you know, mm-hmm. anybody who comes into our lives and just there's this there's this amazing interaction that happens, this reaction that happens and something new comes out of that, you know. You look back to your family for your truth, you know, to understand who you are. But then again, is that really who you are? So again, fresh start, you know, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, because just got a a message because that's why I said it's all connected, right? Mm -hmm. Because we just were talking about my mom and the relationships and that area and the fresh start. So the question is, let me get to the question. The question is, how would you encourage someone that's looking for a fresh start in a relationship, maybe their marriage or connection? Because here's the connection. The crystal for today, Crystola, is about calms, cleanses, and energizes all the chakras. But it draws out guilt, heals heartache, and increases the capacity to love. Mm. And there's what the connection is. It's like, so how can someone make a fresh start in a relationship? Make new choices. And and that's also by acknowledging where we are. Hmm. You see, a big part of that that desire to change or realizing that you need to change is acceptance. When we accept where we are currently, then we understand that those choices that we made in the past, they've had expiration dates and they've long been expired. And we haven't updated the software of our system being our mind to understand where we are at this present time, at this age, considering everything that's going on in our lives and reevaluating and coming back to the table and understand how do we continue to grow from here? You know, Mm -hmm. and that takes, and that takes two people uh, sitting down to do that. Oftentimes, as is the nature of humans, we uh, get comfortable and we become stagnant, (laughs) you know, and stagnation, you know, eventually we're like water, you know, when we sit stagnant, it, it, you know, rot begins to to form and fester, stench begins to pick up, you know, that's how some connections end up uh, becoming rotten over time. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. We forget that we're here to dance with one another, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like with the, when I think about visually, it's the water flow. Like when water just, or, or a river or something like that, it's like when the water just sits, like it's, it, 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 where it's meant to flow, that's where you get all like the algae and the, weird stuff and like so you get the smells whereas water that is moving and flowing is less likely to have those type of you know side effects from just sitting still starting afresh so and and considering that water is actually more powerful than rock i mean again you study bruce lee you realize that and water can be a a racing river but it also at many times is just a soft gentle flow you know flowing stream and even though that rock is much harder than it appears to be much harder than the water over time this gently flowing stream slowly chips away at rock that water you know is actually stronger than rock you know yeah yeah. Well, it was the visual again of what they have like a rock and a water that just consistently drips in that same spot will eventually mm-hmm. wear a little hole or indentation into that into that rock. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we got so, you know, think about it is we're all about the practical as well, because like I say, you know, there are times you can talk philosophy and, and all of that. So 
how do you practically yes practically say goodbye to something so you can get your fresh start like this goodbye (laughs) 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 y'all Harry's (laughs) no seriously the a life of authenticity again you know keeping it practical it's really simple choices Mm -hmm. but these choices they become very difficult because we make them more difficult because we've governed, we've made created rules around how to behave that mm. uh, keep us a certain, like in a certain pattern. Like if you, if you, for instance, I've, I've heard this many times for mothers who uh, are fearful, who want to jump out and be that solopreneur, but they're fearful that if they spend time away from the house, that they would be a quote unquote bad mother. You see, mm-hmm. those, are, those are codes because I know that there's another human being who wouldn't even think twice about that and jump out there and do their thing. So it's mm-hmm. not that a person can't do it, it's that we choose to do it. And so if we understand that it's a choice, we have to understand how that choice benefits us. Why are we continuing to make that choice? And that's when we realize that some of our understandings are antiquated, such as what is a good or bad parent? <laughs> well, yeah, as a parent, <laughs> with, you know, <laughs> with uh, a 16-year-old and a 10-year-old, there are these, you know, expectations of what that's supposed to look like and how you're supposed to live. I know one of the things that I model myself on is the Proverbs, you know, 31 woman. And it was a struggle because, like you said, it was how do you do all these different things? Are you supposed to stay at home? Are you supposed to go out and work? But she did both of those things, right? But for me, it was the knowledge of understanding, like, how did she do those well? And the key phrase for the, hopefully they can free somebody, the the phrase where they talk about she takes care of her servants, a.k.a. the chick had help. She, you see what I'm saying? Like, she had a community. She had people that were, she wasn't doing it all by herself. A lot of times people think that you have to do that, like, by yourself. But that's also the part about this crystal is that it encourages self-awareness and inner balance. Figuring out, A, how do I operate? What do I enjoy doing? And how does that, you know, what serves, what doesn't? And being okay with saying goodbye to certain things that no longer resonate and align with me. So practically, real quick, Mm -hmm. practically, and again, simple, but for Mm -hmm. some reason we find it challenging. Meditation. When you talk mm-hmm. about how to say goodbye, what you're referring to is attachment. It is our, it is the nature of the mind. I spoke about this uh, earlier today. It is the nature of the mind to attach itself to things if we stare at it long enough. And of course, mm-hmm. if, you, if you live with somebody, you're staring at their asses all the time. You know what I'm saying? You bring it back to relationships. Yes. That's uh-huh. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That becomes the that that gets merged with your identity to the extent that we can't tell the difference between us and and life without it looking like this. But that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Cognitive fusion, it's good because when we go to a movie theater, it helps us to enjoy the movie. You know, the longer, if you really enjoy that and you're with the characters, you feel all the emotions that they're going through. Shawshank Redemption is one of my favorite movies, The Matrix. And mm-hmm. as I'm going through it, I'm just feeling the emotions of all those characters. You know, I'm going through it right there with them. But at the end of that movie, there's something that wakes us up out of that trance. And that's called the end, the end credits. And they turn on the light and they said, mm-hmm. now that you've clogged your arteries without popcorn, go home. You know, the movie's <laughs> over. 
And but that's the wake up call, you see. But in life, we continue to make the same decision because we continue to look in the same direction, which is our past. That's why hindsight is twenty twenty. We're always mm-hmm. looking for the answer based off of something that was already created or something we've already done from the past, not stepping out a little bit in that uncertain. I don't mean immerse yourself in the unknown, like the podcast world is, was unknown for me, but then COVID hit mm-hmm. and I said, I still want to help my people heal, you know, and my, my colleague, Daphne Olivia, she's a dietitian. She wanted to help people heal too. And so I said, let's do free wellness calls. We decided to do that. And then people started going back to work. And they said, we really love your calls, though. Can you please just start recording them? We started recording them. And after a while, we had enough recordings to create a podcast. And that was the first podcast. And now we have that going. I have that going. And I have this going. I never saw this happening. But I know mm-hmm. that when a crisis happens, the, the symbolic representation of a crisis is a combination of the words danger and opportunity. So even though I was afraid, I didn't know how I was going to make ends meet because I see people face to face. I leaned into that discomfort and decided to do what I could do. Not only that, I trained myself in teletherapy, even though I'll admit I used to clown people that, that did teletherapy. <laughs> like, ain't no, ain't no real, real therapy, real therapy tele- through a computer. Is that, is that, that what we're doing these days? We don't even care no more, right? We don't even care. Now, I don't want to do anything but teletherapy. You talk See? to me through a computer. Okay, so let's so let's talk about that. So a lot of times, practically speaking, it's from the terms that we're saying, that's sometimes how people get to a fresh start is something happen in their life that expose them to something different. And you're like, you know what? Oh, wow. But you wouldn't have necessarily got here. Like, we had all that judgment to it. Like, well, that's not real. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Like, no, that can't, that can't work. That's even like, you know, with the whole society and we work from home, like they have been talking about that for years. Like you can work from home and do all that. No, you actually have to go into a building and sit next to these, your coworkers. How many jobs now we found out like, no, you don't. Uh-huh. D- didn't have to do that. Uh-huh. But it took something that was extreme for that fresh start to happen. Like, I didn't even know, like I said, a lot of times when we collaborate, we just connect with people. I didn't know you had a, you know, reservation or whatever you want to call it about doing podcasts and all that. I mean, because you got all your your, your stuff together and this, like I said, you got sound effects and, and <laughs> all of that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but now one of the things I would say, but I bet you this platform now you're probably re- reaching an, a wider audience. Whereas before it was in person, he was probably in Louisiana. It was just that audience and your team was like, you know what? I need for you to expand, reach some more people the way that you can do that efficiently and still be at the house, you know, where your wife can see you and all that kind of stuff. Like, is the the magic of this box called the Internet? And mm -hmm. yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I mean, you had more. (laughs) Go ahead. Like, I thought you was going to say something. Yeah. All I was going to say is yes. And also lean into the discomfort for my practice, immediate income. You know, I'd switch to teletherapy, you know, and of course, what we, what I realized is again, it's for all of us. The mind was created with the mm-hmm. ability to deceive. And so we place rules in place to keep us in the familiar, the familiar past. What was the rule that, that I created? Teletherapy, no real therapy. Mm. 
that mm -hmm. rule, that belief, which is more than a, it's just a belief. There was no factual information behind it, but that belief kept me in the familiar. I didn't even think about doing teletherapy until pain and discomfort came. Mm -hmm. And see, and that's why I say in this life, either we get understanding or we get pain. Now, some pains, a lot of pain, we just can't help, you know, but that self-chosen pain, that self-chosen pain is when that change happens like COVID and we don't lean into that discomfort and we resist it. That's that self-chosen suffering because that which you resist persists. And mm -hmm. that's how people mm -hmm. end up leaving the industry. You know, I know people who've been leaving the industry across the board, you know. And so it, it, some of it is, is well-deserved time. It's, it's time for them to leave the industry because they've been had it on their heart. But others, it's the inability to adapt to change that's causing them to leave. And that rigidity, again, when you look at mental health, hmm. you can see mental rigidity across the board in all mental health uh, disorders. The more rigid a person is, the more disordered or dysfunctional they typically behave, which is why with the personality disorders, you see a straight up rigid, this is the way that they think, this is the way they see the world. You can bring evidence to them and they'll find a way to discredit that, all oh, this, you know, fake media or whatever, and continue down this, down this normal life. path. Mm -hmm. You know, they're playing, all of it is a, is a mind game, you know, honestly. And even the thought, like you said earlier, who, who would have thought that we could have did our job from home? I'm going to be honest. I, I thought it. I thought it the entire time. Even growing up, I didn't understand. <laughs> Outside of blue collar, like you got to cut grass and stuff like that or work on a barge. I knew that we could do it home, but you can't mm -hmm. be watched and observed home. They're figuring that out now. They're figuring out mm -hmm. ways to watch and observe you now. But that's the that's the issue. You, you know, we still still if you look at the factory age, the culture of the factory industrial age. It's yeah. it's there's an authority figure. You get watched, control. Exactly. And so mm -hmm. we get so accustomed to that, that we assume that that's not some sick system. That is just normal everyday life. Mm -hmm. And that's how we get lost, because now we make rules around that, that structure that was created by somebody else. You know, we make rules around that to keep us in line so that we don't you know, get reprimanded or whatever, you know, because mm -hmm. God forbid we lose our job following our heart, then people are going to call us a bad parent. And also what keeps us from changing is, is really that, this belief that we've had all of these people who, who say that they admire us and love us and mm -hmm. how proud they are of us and all the things. And remember all the, the celebrations that they came, they came to. And when it come down to doing something different and really step or doing the same thing, but stepping out there further, the fear is because throughout that time, a lot of us suffer from that, what they call it, imposter syndrome, you know, yes. uh, a lot of us suffer from that. And because because of that, we don't want people to see that we are a phony because that's what we believe in. Now. Right. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. why would I take these big risks if I know that I'm a phony? Why would I risk it? I'm a fail. And now everybody's going to see me exposed as the phony that I am. But the thing about imposter syndrome, which is. Underneath all of that is that most people that experience imposter syndrome are really successful. They just deny the success. They don't own it. They disregard it. Like, oh, that was an accident. I just got lucky because they had to put effort into it is what they would say that I'm not really good, you know, at that. And it's like, so you start disbelieving. So, for example, like this here. When it flows easily and mm -hmm. it comes well and it doesn't take this effort and struggle, 
like, oh, it really must not be. I'm really not all that good or no, it's it's really not that big of a deal. But then you read other people's like, well, how do you do that? And you like you said, how do you play the sound effects and have the cameras going and have the graphics and all these different things? Because you just take it as this is just what I do. Mm-hmm. It just flows. And that's where the imposter syndrome comes in. The- then I must have imposter syndrome out this world. I'm going to tell you, because my people, they come. And they're like, you know, when they're telling me what I'm doing and this and that, it's like, oh my goodness, man, and you did this, like, yo. And I'm like, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I did, I did, I put in work for that. I put in work for that. But that's so, that's it. It was just, I put in work for that. You see, know, look, I didn't know this. See, see, I'm discovering these things. And as a, a woman who has written a book about imposter syndrome, you know, you have got my head all tilted, like, dude, really? <laughs> Hey, that's why I'm being vulnerable. That's why I'm being vulnerable. You know, I, look, yes. I, the, one of the things I want to model is vulnerability because I believe that that's you, you cannot be authentic without being vulnerable and authenticity is the path of true connection. And so I want to mm-hmm. model that. And that, you know, it's, it, it's, it's, the fear is there because again, don't want to be exposed, right? Mm-hmm. Exposed. But when you understand the truth of who you are, when you begin to understand that you're constantly defining yourself, that, that illusion begins to fade and you just allow yourself to be understanding that you're ever evolving, ever growing and anything not growing is dead. So yes, sister. So here's, so what the question was, was talking about like, what are the things that you can say goodbye to? Mm -hmm. And for you, imposter Mm. syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Okay. (laughs) Let me just, for mom. Imposter syndrome. Bye. Well, look, (laughs) I'm apologetic because I haven't read your book yet, but I'm going to purchase that as soon as we get done today <laughs> and, and make sure that I read all through that because yeah, that's been a, that's been a thing for me, you know? Uh, yeah. Title. Do you feel like a fraud? A certified life coach's guide to overcoming imposter syndrome. And it was the basis from it was, okay. If somebody didn't become a coach account, what is imposter syndrome? And like, it's practical. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, here, here, here it is. This is what it is. And here are these 11 tips in order to help you to overcome it. Now, with imposter syndrome, does it completely go away in the sense of no? Because that voice is still going to like, do you really know? But what happens is, is that you process things faster. It led you, as I would say, by Felicia to that. Like, you're dismissed. Thank you. I know you want to protect me and, and have the reservation so I could be safe, but I am going forth into this next expansion of what I need to go into. Well, as, as my definition of imposter syndrome has now even gotten refined more, I'll have to retract my earlier statement that I have to say I've gotten over imposter syndrome if that's the case. Because every morning, <laughs> you know, every morning I wake up and tell my insecurities, hey, it was F you yesterday. And guess what? This morning. It's the same. Exactly. And, and mom, F you means forget you. <laughs> forget you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because <laughs> it's like, if that's what it really meant, you just could have said that in the first place. <laughs> clues, contextual clues. <laughs> yeah. But look, leaning into your gift. You know, understanding that this tension is here, leaning into that tension and really highlighting what it is that you love to do. Mm-hmm. You know, when you lean into that, what do you really have in your heart to do? You know, 
begin to move into that uncertain so let's say you know i mean throw out something random that somebody may have a dream of doing anything like i don't want to i don't want to come up with it because i want people to know i don't have this like in my back pocket i want people to know that it's spontaneous so give me a, a dream of somebody that somebody may have but struggle to to do okay they bake these wonderful cookies for their kids at home and and for their family and friends. And they think they're so delicious and that you should really go open your own bakery, but they won't do it. There we but go. They have, a dream to do it. have not chosen to do it. Okay. So I understand mm -hmm. that intentionality reflects relationship. I speak in code, you know, the whole philosophy thing. I speak, I speak in that because those are the principles. Intentionality reflects relationship. So how can you continue to stare at that dream? Because everything everything that we are it's we are made up of energy everything is created everything is energy and mm. wherever you pour your awareness your energy wherever energy goes or wherever attention goes energy flows how do you know that because whenever you are let's say uh, upset about something that's you being aware in that you're in the mind the area of the mind uh where you're upset of your let's say rage not rage, anger. You're in the area of the mind that contains or houses your anger. The longer you stay in that area of the mind, the stronger that experience becomes because mm -hmm. whatever you stare at becomes your reality. We don't see things as it is, but as we are, you know, we forget that. We could spend so many time, we could spend so much time on this outside world that we forget that the inner world is the real world and we try to manipulate the outside world, but that's not the world that needs manipulation because again, we don't see things as they are, but as we are, it's this right here that needs the recalibration. So you got to come back home and talk to your star player, being yourself, move from <laughs> your head down yourself. to your heart. <laughs> exactly. You got to move from your head to your heart because your head ain't gonna be able to figure it out because your head looks backwards. The mind looks backwards. That's why it has 2020 hindsight. If you want to look forward, you got to move from your head to your heart and really get real with yourself and understand how you've created this world around past decisions and that those past decisions have long expired and it's time to make new choices. We are always in the process of creating and even indecision is a decision within itself because when we are indecisive, we choose to remain in the familiar past. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You better tell him, Harry. So basically, <laughs> go forth <laughs> and open that bakery shop. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so practical. Practical. What would I do if I had that dream? Yeah. I'm going to someone who owns a bakery shop. Period. I'm going to ask them how they how they did it. And let me tell you, if that person, you know, because I'm from the South, so Let's say that person isn't too, don't take too kindly to me coming and ask them about, you know, how to open up a, a bakery shop. I'm going to somebody, another bakery shop. I'm not going to stop. I'm going to go and I'm going to continue to span out. I don't care how many mm -hmm. bakery shops I have to go to, because guess what? My the life responds to my intentional choices. Intentionality reflects relationship. I don't have to have the money to purchase the shop yet. All I need to do is let life know I'm going to continue to respond to this and I will not stop responding to that until I experience what it is that I chose and life will honor that. Yes. It's the intention. It's the intentional response to what it is that you truly choose. Because mm -hmm. when you do that, that means that it's real for you. I'm not going to respond to something that's not real for me. You know, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. The moment mm -hmm. that we respond to it, it's real. Intentionality reflects relationship. The reason why some relationships fall apart, going back to relationships, is because we forget that intentionality reflects relationship. The more we stay disconnected, the more the relationship fades away to the point to where they can't even recognize the relationship right. anymore. They don't right. even feel anything yeah. anymore because intentionality reflects relationship. That's a universal law. 
You know, that's why I focus on these universal laws, because I can take them. I could I could deal with the person who's hesitant to to open up the cookie store or or whatever. The person that's trying to go to the NFL or the NBA or WNBA, like I can use these same laws in every single situation. It's always the same. We have to be intentional about making new choices. No, you may not have you may not have spoken to somebody who owned a cookie shop before a cookie store before or bakery, excuse me, cookie shop, a bakery (laughs) before. But that's that's the new choice. That's the yeah. choice right there. You go in and speak to them. And you don't know what's going to happen from that because that's how life conspires in your favor. You don't even know the conversation that you're going mm-hmm. to have. And they may lead you to your next doorway that you need to walk through. Exactly. Or they may be the person that says, you know what? I'm tired of doing this. You seem pretty passionate. I love the way you, you cook. <laughs> there you go. You take over? Exactly. Hey, you got it. And now you're part of that system learning how to run, how to own your own bakery because they didn't took you under their wing because they're hoping that you take over. And you can take over or you create your own thing. There's so many different opportunities we forget because we stay in them old, still expired choices. We forget that we exist in a realm of endless possibilities and we are constantly mm-hmm. creating our existence. We're constantly creating, in, uh, creating our existence based off of the, the status, the frequency of our internal states. Yes. Speak, brother. You know? So, I, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, with all that, that can help you to have that, that fresh start. And so, yeah. as we get ready to wrap up oh, yeah. today's, you know, show, here's another tip that you can do for this fresh start. Mm. So, like I said, for the United States, we realize this is the internet. So, you can be watching anywhere. So, double check it for you. But here, for me, it is a, a new moon, a full moon. It is actually the worm moon, mm. which talks about basically the ground has been broken up enough that worms can come out and it's signifying spring and a fresh whole new start. So when you're thinking about what can I actually do? So I encourage you tonight, you can take a picture of a crystal, a crystal or something that resonates with you. Go outside into the nature under the full moon. And think about what it is that you want to do for your fresh new start. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just had to throw them questions out there for those who yeah. have joined this late and also throughout the spelling of that crystal, because I know I didn't know how to spell it at first. So, yeah. And can you yeah. pronounce that for us one more time, sister? Chris, Chris, oh my gosh, you asked me now. Chris, Chris Cola. Chris Cola. <laughs> <laughs> I would have pronounced it just fine before you said, hey, pronounce it. <laughs> hey. Yes. Look, this is also what I'll tell you how to prepare for making a fresh start. You see, when using the example of the bakery, mm-hmm. when you go and talk to that person, you're doing something different, but also you're going to get new information. So that mind of ours, it's it's amazing. The brain is the hardware. The mind is the software that a mind mm-hmm. of ours is so amazing that if you just give it the gas that it needs, it'll take you further. And the gas mm-hmm. that it needs is knowledge because ignorance and freedom can coexist. When I run into a bunch of I don't knows in the in the in the age, we're no longer in the industrial age. We're in the information age and in the information age. When we have this demigod called Google, when I run into <laughs> these 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 I don't knows, I do more research. And when I do more research, I begin to understand things from a different perspective. Now I'm seeing all these other things and I'm seeing how this underlying thread connects them all. And on that, I'm discovering my own process. I'm discovering universal truths. Once I discover a universal truth, 
I'm going to apply that to my subjective individual circumstances mm-hmm. and I'm going to make choices based off of that. I told you the podcast that was when COVID hit the first podcast when Harry met mm-hmm. Daphne crisis only because I knew the definition and understood the philosophy that the Chinese symbol represented both danger and opportunity that mm-hmm. while my anxious mind was going off, boy, you about to lose everything. There was another part of me that said, endure, be persistent, endure, be patient, because there's an opportunity coming for you. And you don't know how this opportunity is going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. And the whole time I'm over here doing these free Zoom wellness calls, still waiting for that opportunity to happen. I really realized that I had already embarked on the opportunity, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. So really being able to see, because this right here sees on the inside. Not see so much and understand how to manipulate the outside, because if you focus on that, then you're going to focus on scarcity. You're going to remain in a desperate state. Yeah. Yeah. Lack, you know, and you're going to remain in these wants in my faith. And I'll say this is my last thing because I know we we got to end it. But, you know, in my faith, it says, you know, in David, it says the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And when I, I tried to understand that, because for me studying, you know, also in my faith, it says study to show thyself approve of work, man, I need it not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so study is to search with intent. And so when I begin to study that with the intention of actually understanding that text, what I understood in that is that want, I looked at the definition of want, having beginner's mind and I understood that want implied lack. And so when I say I want, I'm implying I lack. And that I am mm-hmm. statement of I am lack was creating more scarcity and lack in my life. That's how these universal laws operate. So you got to be careful about your words and you got to use words that affirm you. Talk wisely. There you go. When somebody asks you what you want, you don't go, well, I don't want this anymore because now you're staring at what you don't want. Don't and that's want. why whatever you fear, you attract because you're staring at that and wherever attention goes, energy flows. And so now you build energy, you pour energy into that. No, affirm your life by only focusing on what it is that you truly do desire to experience, what you do want. Focus on yeah. those do wants. No more phrases about I don't want. Get that, yeah. that, whole, that whole structure of being able to say sentences, get that, kick that out of the universe. <laughs> Let that go. Let it go. Release. Release. Please release that. Because that's part of holding what's holding you back. You understand what I'm saying? You have to choose and use all of your energy focusing on that. Anyway, look, I know we at the end of this thing. I keep on flowing the way I flow, but <laughs> hopefully. You want more? <laughs> Listen to the podcast. Where can people find it, Harry? Oh, yes. They can find the podcast at becomingoutlier.com slash links. Becomingoutlier.com slash links. And I have some freebies up. You get a freebie meditation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing meditation. And if you want an example of that, tune into week one. Harry did do a a meditation for us on our first session of Friday Night Enlightenment. Yes. Yes. Entire meditation uh, subscription out there. But you'll get a free meditation. Also, you can uh, get the free ebook. And I don't mind saying it at all. My ebook is fly. You get a free, I mean, a free, uh, it's like a little ebook, but I forget what you call it. There's another term for it besides ebook, but it's a free ebook that you get on Shadow Work. You know, understand it. I am, and for, you know, because I know that spooks certain people. I grew up, I grew up in church, so I know how the word shadow work freak, you know, like, oh my God, what didn't happen to my child? Oh Lord, what is the end? They went to college and got all them degrees and became a damn fool. Let, let, me, let me get you some of this oil. This- <laughs> <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. Come on now. I'm like, I keep my oil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I am a light worker that teaches Indeed. shadow work. And shadow work is introspection, 
And why I say I'm a light worker that teaches shadow work is because us being awareness, we bring our awareness to these areas that we are ignoring and light up the darkness, as Brother Bob Marley would say. Mm-hmm. Because until the unconscious becomes conscious, it will direct your life and we will call it fate. And too many mm-hmm. of us are still operating off of that antiquated algorithm that has us in the same patterns over and over again. Life exists in cycles, but some of us are choosing to remain in the same cycles by telling ourselves that we don't have any other choice but to do what we've been doing. And that is a lie. You are creator. You're not restrained by your past decisions. Okay, see, now I'm starting again. Create. That's where you find us. Yeah, becomingoutlier.com slash slang. Sister, tell them where they can find you at because, yo, I, I'm so grateful for you. Let me say this real quick. I'm so grateful for you. I really like your your energy, your wisdom, you know, and the way you just threw this together, like the when you came with the topics and I was like, mm, that is all of this. All of this was like, it's on point. Synchronicity was on point. So Indeed. I'm grateful for your energy. I'm grateful for the collaboration. I'm grateful for the connection. So please tell the people where they can find you. Yeah, well, you can find me right here on LinkedIn. As you can see, connect with me there. I have my own webcast, All Intuitive Conversation, where I'm having conversations usually with people that I don't even know, but those individuals that want to live smart and that see themselves and awaken, master their emotions, ask, believe, and receive, relax, relate, release, and talk wisely. You can also find me on YouTube. And yeah, those are the, the two main ones. And if you're interested in some, some free items, you can visit my website, sevenfoldcoaching.com. I asked permission already, so I'm going to say this. And plus, I'm not revealing anybody's identity, but say that again. Relax. Relax, relate, and release, and talk wisely. Relax, relate, and release. Yes, that was the message that I got from Different World. That episode when Whitley went to go see the therapist. Yeah. Okay. 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 I see you. I see you now. I see you now. Relate and release. So before we go, I got to put this on wax. I know that that works because, you know, and and I asked their permission. They they were okay with me saying this. And I I said, Mm -hmm. I got to put this on there. So one of my people came to me and was like, Mr. Turner, let me tell you, I was flashing out and I didn't know what to do. So I said, oh, I can't call him. So let me let me put on one of his podcasts. I know he does podcasts and they listen to the podcast that you and I did together. And they came to me and, and excuse me if I mess it up because I got to memorize yet because they haven't memorized. <laughs> Mr. Turner, I had to go ahead on and relax. What, what is it? Relate. And re- <laughs> relax, relate, release. Yes. I had to go ahead on and relax, relate and release because I was about to lose it, Mr. Turner. Let me tell you, when I listen to that podcast right there, that saved my life and somebody else's life, Mr. Turner. Let me tell you. Mm. I, said, I said, I'm going to have to tell her this one. I'm at a television wow. save. I see you to save one of my people's lives. You don't even know. I never even met her. You know, wow. that is that's power. That's and that's that's the that's the beauty about what we do. You know, when you give with with love, you know, it mm-hmm. you don't expect anything in return but love. But when it comes back, it comes back and it, you you impact so many different people and it's so big, you know, that you mm-hmm. realize that all of us are walking on paths and it's much bigger than us. Indeed. You know, I guess I'll, I'll end with this. My my ultimate goal, my mission is to assist others in developing the audacity to live unapologetically authentic. But my ultimate mm. goal, and I said this earlier, is to get us on the same frequency. 
you know, to, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have to use the same words, but just like my sister and I, we're on the same frequency. And my physics may be a little antiquated, maybe a little old. So please don't correct me if I'm wrong or, you know, let me know earlier, email me. But water molecules, when they oscillate to the same frequency, that determines the size of the wave. The more Mm -hmm. water molecules that oscillate to the same frequency, the larger the wave. Mm -hmm. And so my desire has always been to link up with other water molecules and get us together so that we oscillate, that we have so many water molecules of love oscillating to the same frequency of love that we become a tidal wave of love that forever radically changes the face of this earth, this planet, because this planet needs it now. We have wars, we have global warming, we have financial disasters, we have brother attacking brother, sister attacking brother, uncle attacking niece, grandma attacking grandpa. Mm-hmm. We have so much division and, and, and discord right now, You know, so much divisiveness, so much pain, and so much inner turmoil and hatred. So during this time, we need light workers more than ever, and we need to be united. Yeah, we all doing our own thing. I have my yeah. school of outliers. You know, my sister has us symbol. She has a program. But all of us need to be collaborating and getting together so that we can oscillate on that same wave so we can begin to make major radical changes to improve the conditions for all of humanity. I'm no more than one, one mm-hmm. more molecule. I realize that, but I'm going to do my part. I'm just hoping yes. to connect with enough people to do the same thing so we can become that tidal wave of love. So that's my last little bit, sister. And I want to encourage you that just think about what you were uncomfortable with of doing the podcast. If you didn't have your podcast, you and I wouldn't have met. Hmm. There wouldn't have been a show for your client to hear. One last time for moms. And there it is. Yo, yo, <laughs> mad love and respect. Live in Indeed. truth, y'all. Stay lit. Yes. I appreciate y'all. Check out the other two episodes if y'all ain't check it out. And definitely I'll be releasing on the podcast. But thank y'all for, for those of y'all who followed us and who will yes. listen later on. We really appreciate y'all. Mad love and respect. We Later. do. Bye-bye.